If you build it, they will come. We know that's true from the movie Field of Dreams, but I believe that if you give value, they will come too. This world of inbound marketing and this season of the Empowered Author Podcast is all about really value and trust. When you give, you get. When you offer, you receive. When you create, author friends, they come. And when your readers get there, they stay because they know you know them, you see them, and you have solutions for them. I'm excited today to dig into the specifics of the various forms of inbound marketing content you can use and some of my tried and true approaches to each. Are you ready to build it, author friends? Come on, let's go do this. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fegger and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies and tactics to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. I'm the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of four books myself, including my newest book, which will be coming out next month called Emergence, Living Lessons from the Soil, and my book marketing book you probably would find interesting called Make Your Author Impact, Sell More Books, Increase Your Reach, and Achieve Your Why. I've been called to merge my love for reading books, writing books, and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser-focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. Think of this podcast as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, done that, and understands exactly where you are. So get your pens ready, especially today, because I have a lot to empower you with. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. Before we round out this season of the podcast, let's do a quick recap, just in case you are coming into this whole inbound marketing discussion at the end. (laughs) Inbound is different from outbound. It's an approach to pull people to you instead of you going to seek them directly. No ads here, friends, just amazing value-filled content. Speaking of content, content and copy are different, just like authentic marketing and icky marketing are. Copy is about sales. Content is about relationships. Icky marketing happens when you try to get people who don't want your book to buy it. Authentic marketing happens when you offer it to those who literally cannot live without it. Your readers have questions and you need to be their answer. People don't buy problems. They buy solutions. We've been using Marcus Sheridan's They Ask You Answer approach to inbound marketing strategy discussions and a content strategy approach. The last episode, we talked about the different ways to be the answers to your readers and clients' problems. But today, I want to dig deeper and share some best practices on each approach you could consider. And I'll share some of my favorite tools to help you along the way. Let's start at the most foundational form of content, blogs. I remember when I didn't know what that word meant, and you might too, but now I can't imagine a world without them. Blogs have evolved by being short, pithy info about what you're doing today to turning into rich SEO goodness. At their core, though, blogs are really a way for you to share your thoughts and ideas 
with your potential readers by writing an article of sorts on your website. So here's some things I love about blogs. They can and should be conversational and relational. Let them speak to your audience how you would speak to them. Now they can be deep or high level. They can go in the weeds or just skim the surface. There's value for both types. They help people find you because they are searchable and they are value focused. Writers, authors, these should be our forte. This is what we do for a living. Use our skill to our advantage. But there are a few things I want you to consider before you do it. First, I want you to really be aware of what people are searching for and use that in your titles. Don't get all fancy, friends, and I'm saying this to myself too. Save that fancy for the content. Instead, use your blogs as an opportunity to really answer those questions. Now, blogs won't promote themselves, so make sure you build in promotion for your blogs into your social schedule. And consider the different types of blogs that you could write. So you could write informational blogs. You could write blogs about your live streams. I have a whole blog suite on our podcasts that I include a transcription of the podcast on, quotable quotes, link to our videos, etc. Include a call to action if it makes sense for you too. And I really love author bio boxes at the bottom of blogs so people can learn more about you. Also, photos do matter. And I say that because not that you need photos, but if you're going to use photos, make sure those photos are in alignment with your brand. Um, Doesn't have to be high quality, but it does need to be in alignment with your brand. And unless your content is timely in your blogs, I really like to omit the dates of blogs to keep them evergreen and not constrain me for specific cadence and flow. Just a tip. Now, some tools that I love, I really love using Canva for graphic sizing and design as well as social share graphics. And you could use tools like Ask Socrates or other keyword generators to pull up the questions people are asking and use them in the titles. We've been doing some of that in this season, so you should be all equipped there. Now, people instantaneously have different connections to authors when they meet them or they see them or they hear them. So videos help make that happen more quickly than an author book signing and you can reach more people. So videos are great tools for authors to use in sharing value with readers and clients. I love leveraging video in live streams and recordings to offer real-time insights, as well as provide ongoing value add details. So when video is used right, friends, it can really seal the deal. So let me tell you some things I love about video for content. First off, for some, like me, it's a lot easier to speak than write sometimes. So get your ideas out in whatever way works best for you. Videos offer a way for people to consume information too in the best way that they can consume it. So having a variety of ways that you share information is going to help you. Also, it's really easy now to include video in your website, on social media, and more. So I actually find video is a nice complement too to books as a lead magnet to really draw people in. So think about content in your inbound approach as not um, single faceted, but multifaceted. I like to share my videos on YouTube and take time to get descriptions that are really strong, even pulling out some specific points and timestamps in the description so people can jump to that part of the video if they would like. So taking the time to do that would be great. And I also mentioned YouTube. Some people use Vimeo and other tools. I have found YouTube to be really an easy, great solution. I also incorporate videos into our workflows and follow-ups with clients as well. It's really a beautiful way to offer a personalized connection. 
But there are some considerations I want you to think about. You will likely need a YouTube channel if you don't have one. Now, that's a free thing, not a paid thing, but you want to make sure it's well-branded and working for you. And it may take a minute for you to figure that out and figure out how to write descriptions, incorporate them into blogs, etc. But if you take that time now, you will reap the benefits later. Video quality is important, but it doesn't matter at the level that you might think. You don't need polished, produced pieces. People like to engage with the real person on the other side over there. So you don't need a full makeup or hair or a full photo shoot to go with it. You just want to make sure you have a quality video that aligns with the quality of offerings that you have. So some tools I like to use, people love using Zoom, that works for some workshops, but I really have enjoyed StreamYard for live streaming video, and I think you might enjoy it as well. People are busy people nowadays, so I like to create content, how they're going to absorb it, and how they will do it most. Podcasting is a solution for that, and it's really a mix of video and blogging with neither words nor visuals. It's the audio where it combines those. It builds trust quickly and it allows for free flowing conversation. But I also love it because you can use it to generate more content for future books, future blogs, and even more. It's a lovely solution to answer questions of your target readers. So here's some things I love about podcasting. It can serve many purposes. It can be created with video as well, and you can then get it transcribed. And in theory, you can get videos, blogs, and podcasts out of the deal. It's also relational. And I love the personal nature of podcasting. So you can interview others, or you can do them solo, or you can be a guest on other people's podcasts. And like other content, it works while you sleep. So while you might need to have a little rest, the content doesn't. These mini conversations continue and it continues to deepen your reach and visibility. But there are some considerations to come into play. Number one, it takes time. There's planning time, recording time, editing time, promoting time, time when you have to redo the podcast because the audio didn't work. Yep, that happened this time around, friends. (laughs) There's time invested in that. It's also a learned skill and a learned thing that takes time as well. It is also something that doesn't require perfection, but people can be turned off by things in the audio if it's not good enough, right? Like I've been turned off by mouth noises or echoes or poor audio. So you want to make sure that you don't have that going on because you're deeply in people's minds, literally in their ears in a very intimate way when they're listening to audio. And I talked about the time investment. There's also a financial investment. So you need to use something to get the audio. You need to have it edited. You need to host it. And all of that requires investment. So some tools to consider. Riverside.fm is what I like to use for audio and video recording at the same time, which is awesome. And Buzzsprout is a great hosting platform that I've been using. And let me tell y'all, it's my favorite. I love it. Email remains one of the most effective ways for authors to stay in touch with readers and really provide up-to-date info on their latest work. You can offer exclusive content, promotions to those who are on your email lists. You can really be using all of that to build strong email lists and base and a dedicated fan base. Emails don't go out of style. They really haven't since they've shown up on this planet. (laughs) And when they're used appropriately, they build strong relationships and they keep people remembering who you are and what you bring to the table. 
So here are some things that I love about emails. They work. If you have the right people on your email list and you know what those people need, then you can use emails to help them with your business goals. You can provide value to them that way. And knowing that you do need to ensure you have the right people on your email list and ensure that what you provide is really what they need. These emails can become a consistent uh, pulse in your business and in your marketing journey. And you can actually even create templates to help you make email marketing easier. What I really like about emails is even though it's a one-to-many approach, they can feel like a one-to-one because they're really relational when done right. Now, a few things to consider, no matter what new things are coming up, emails still remain the most impactful engagement tool out there, but email marketing has become ickier and people's tolerance for it is smaller. So you want to make sure that your messages matter. And if not, you're going to lose people and they will unsubscribe. They, people are unsubscribing at quicker rates now than ever. You do need to use an email service or you will get placed in that horrible, dark death of spam space. And we do not want that for you (laughs) at all. And also this is, this should give you some reprieve. You don't need a big email list to be effective. You just need the right people on it. Some tools that I want you to consider. I'm a believer, especially when it comes to email marketing, that you should test before you invest. Evaluate some free solutions and see what you need most in email marketing before you go all in and make a email marketing purchase. MailChimp and MailerLite have free versions that we've used, and I think they give authors who are new in this space enough to get started. the final one to talk about. So people look at social media differently than I really believe that they should. Social media is an engagement tool. It's meant to be relational. Y'all, it's not the end all be all. It's what reminds people that you are there and what you are all about by sharing updates of your writing process, your new books, releases, your business, your author, clients, everything's in between. You can keep your fans engaged and interested. So let me tell you what I love about social media. You don't have to be all the places, just the right places. So where do you love to show up and where are your readers? Where you find where that collides is where you should be. Less is also more. So I want you to focus on being in a few places amazingly and not try to be in all the places half-heartedly. You can also change things regularly. So I love that. You can always optimize your profiles, get stronger content, etc. It's really an always evolving tool. But there are some things I want you to consider. A strong infrastructure on social will really do wonders. Make sure, friends, you have a strong LinkedIn profile. That is my one non-negotiable. I want you to also be methodical with your content sharing and have content pillars so that you can stick to them and be focused. And don't live on social. Get a scheduler to help which takes me to some tools. I love using Canva for graphics. However, keep in mind that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. If you are not, if you don't have the design eye, Canva might not be your best friend either. (laughs) I also really love schedulers out there. We've used a couple here, radar.io and later.com are two that we use. And I believe also evaluating free versions to test out later.com has a a pretty decent uh, free version that you might find helpful in really ensuring that your target readers and target clients continue to know about you and what you bring to the table. When you rest your head tonight, I want you to remember that you need sleep. 
but your content doesn't. Inbound marketing can work while you rest. It can attract the people who need you and repel the other ones. It's the best friend that's got your back while you focus on writing another book or serving your clients and everything in between. I love inbound marketing and I really hope you come to love it too. If you'd like some insights on how to use it to meet your needs, let's chat. I'd love that. Visit empowerprgroup.com slash connect and let's schedule a free 15 minute chat where we can discuss your needs and how inbound marketing can help you and how our team can help you too. Author friend, thanks for listening today, for asking questions and letting me be a part of your answers. I'm a believer that empowered people empower people. I've empowered you. Now it is your turn. Go empower others.